I love anime where the theme song gets the point, uh, just crams in the synopsis of whatever the anime is supposed to be about. You know, Dragon Balls. And I'm t- and I'm looking at you, Jujutsu Kaisen. Would it kill you to just be like, hey, curses exist. <laughs> Get those fingers. Sakuna's fingers. How many fingers does he have? It's 10. 20, actually. Wait, 20. is it 20? <laughs> I haven't read the yeah, manga. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny because it's like, yes. He he's got arms. fingers on his feet. Oh, he's got four arms. Oh. Yeah, yes, he has four arms. I thought maybe he just has foot fingers and calls them fingers. <laughs> you mean toes? Exactly. Bro, you mean toes? Sakuna, this is, what, this is what I thought for three seconds. Sakuna in his infinite power was never told what toes were. <laughs> he just called them foot fingers. He's the strongest guy in the verse, but he was never told what toes were. Okay, here's the thing. If you eat Sakuna's toes, you don't get curse powers, but you do get a weird feather. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. What's up, everybody? What's up, ballers? Welcome to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! I'm your host, Lawson Leong, a.k.a. Lawson Phoenix, a.k.a. the man who conquered fire, a.k.a. the perfect shade of brown, and with me is a special guest this week, Andrew Taven. Hey, hey. <laughs> it should be, it should, it should just be ballin' out, period, Ballin' right? out, dragon. Is- I, 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 I. I I call this uh, since I've taken over and done started doing Dragon Ball. I call this balling out dragon. Uh. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, you gotta do something because yeah. the you know you start with Super and then Z, and yeah. so you've been wake making your way. You've been Benjamin buttoning, <laughs> yes, basically through Goku's life. Yeah, that's really bizarre. But since Allison Katie kept saying it's Super all the way through Z, I figured you no, know that's fair. You know, keep that tradition, but yeah, this is they did balling out super and Z, and I call this balling out dragon, dragon. Um, so uh, yeah, back when the dragon was like an all powerful, majestic being, and not something that um, who killed the who's the first person to kill the dragon? Uh, actually, oh, I think not... it was Demon King Piccolo. Actually, okay, I think he was different to than. Cause I so I watched I was one of those people who watched like um because I I feel like they you know I I don't know if Dragon Ball I I my sense is that and I could be wrong and I could look this up and I'm not going to <laughs> um is that you know, Dragon Ball Z came over and was airing on like you know Cartoon Network in the afternoon which is like when I saw it and um. I I was watching it, and I could be incorrect, but I feel like they brought that over because they were like, oh, we're going to start with this because this is, like, cool and, uh, you know, edgy, and it doesn't feature a little kid trying to, like, molest in a, a teenager or whatever. Um, and then they were like, oh, this is a huge hit. We need more of this. And then they like brought over Dragon Ball. That might just be my own experience where I saw Dragon Ball period after I saw Dragon Ball Z. Um, so it felt like it was like a prequel thing to me. And I was like, what is this? Uh, but I don't know. I don't know that that's actually the case. Well, um, I, 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 I can, um, 
And th- again, this is based on the Dragon Ball that fandom wiki. Okay. But um, we recorded this right, episode. So you had to watch uh, seven autoplaying ads to get us this information. <laughs> we thank you for your service. I have ad block. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, Do you still get the auto-playing video if you're on, like, Piccolo's page that's, like, a a two-and-a-half-minute compilation of... so not on this one, but I've gotten that when I've been on other fandom pages. Okay. But not on this one, luckily. So, um, yeah, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so uh, to answer your question, I believe, I know for a fact I was watching Dragon Ball Z in the 90s, because um, as an 89 baby, I know that... My my uh December eighty nine baby, uh my age always corresponds with the last uh numeral of every year. And I know in my single in the nineties I was watching Dragon Ball Z mm. um on television. Oh, that's nice to have. Yeah, it was nice when I was young and that kind of like mattered, but it doesn't, okay. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter as much mind. now. <laughs> when I was a kid right. it was kinda neat. If we decide to have a kid, we gotta we gotta aim aim for that That's yeah hit that early time. 90s or like late 89s you know then though well i, I kind of meant going forward <laughs> not 90 yeah not 90s but it would be 30 <laughs> yeah and, uh... oh, God, <laughs> yeah i know um it's a it's a that one you don't need it anymore because you'll have your uh your uh, go- government implanted uh <laughs> age counter that you can just check your arm true so, um, we're recording this episode, Andrew, so just to peel yeah. the curtain back a little bit, um, on September 10th, 2023. The, yeah. Uh, according to this, the original American air date for episode 20 of Dragon Ball was September 14th, 2001. Wow. So, <laughs> Ooh, uh, so yikes. that does, so first off, yeah, the, this would... I think be your, you know, obviously the unspoken thing <laughs> that we're all thinking. Um, you're three days out. Yeah, uh, I think that must have been a Friday. Wars on the Game Boy. Yeah, advance. Yeah, um, yes. you know, yeah. This is. Uh, I think nine eleven was on a Tuesday, so this is the Friday. Not, I do believe nine eleven was on a Tuesday. I'm pretty sure that's why. Yeah. Uh, Bison said, but for me, it was a. Tuesday. <laughs> that's why. He said- that's why he says that, because Chun-Li uh, says that you did 9-11, Bison, and he says, <laughs> I don't me. even remember. For me, that was a Tuesday. That's I did so many exactly. 9-11s. I did so um, many 9-11s, I'm up to like, uh, I'm up to four digits by now. Yeah. Um, um, the, <laughs> so the, yeah, so you're, it's three days after, give, give or take 9-11, and you watch this, and. <laughs> you watch this, <laughs> I mean, this would be a pretty good um, in between all the news coverage of everything. You throw this on. <laughs> I'd say it's 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 uh it'd be uh, an upper. It's um, mm-hmm. you know, you yeah. you want your like, you probably make yourself uh, you watch a flash animation of Son Goku kicking Osama bin Laden's ass. I I don't yeah. know if we knew about or I mean, we, the people knew about bin Laden. I don't know if they this was. Uh, I don't know exactly when people. All the Newgrounds videos started about the all the sure let's that kill too. Bin Laden in animation videos. Yeah. Well, because it was it was at least all the music parodies. Uh, we again could look this up. Not gonna. No. It was no. there was definitely a couple days right before everyone. I, I don't know exactly when like Al Qaeda claimed responsibility or they said it was Al Qaeda. 
I feel like it would have taken a little bit of time, at least a few days, for like, you know, Bin Laden got all figure the, to saturate. Yeah, where everybody, where that was claimed, 9-11 was, it was unclaimed for a couple days, what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where they said, and they said, Bin Laden, he said, for me, it was a Tuesday, that moment we yeah, all remember. I think, especially this week, that first week, uh, the clip that was going on a lot besides the footage was just the footage of George Bush doing nothing. Remember that footage going around him? It was the one the with aide the book? leaning in, yeah, while he's reading yeah, the book like, and his face. <laughs> I will say, like, you know, whatever. Putting aside uh, what level of awareness they might have. I'm not even saying, I'm not doing like Bush did 9-11. So I'm just saying, like, you know, how like, possible they thought something like this might be to happen. Like, right. of all the things, and there are infinite things to, you know, be upset uh to to uh hammer bush correctly about i do wonder like some of the things if you're like i don't know if he was there what are you supposed what are you supposed to do like you're supposed to just turn to the kids and go kids 9-11 just happened <laughs> that would have been amazing <laughs> and then just stand up and like fly into Sorry, the, kids. the ceiling kids i to have go. to go the terrorist done did a 9-11 <laughs> I'm doing, I'm going to Iron Man into Afghanistan and personally, uh, you know, break into that big <laughs> compound we saw, we have, we're going to see these images of. Um, you ever hear that Joe DeRosa joke? I think it's from his, like, first or second album about if that was him, if, like, he's like, are he related to George Bush in that video? Because if that was yeah. him, he'd react even worse. <laughs> he'd be <laughs> like, like the aid leans into his ear and tells him, and then he's like, <sighs> you're fucking with me, right? <laughs> oh, no. That's really that's good shit. You really got me there. No, yeah. sir, I'm not. I'm, I'm not fucking with you. Um, the the uh, the twin towers and the Pentagon been attacked. Yeah. Like, uh, towers. you know what? I fucking quit. I <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was gonna be this hard. My dad never told me <laughs> this was gonna happen. I fucking yeah, quit. None of that. His dad. Worst thing happened with his dad was uh, vomiting into the Japanese prime minister's lap. I mean, compared to this, pretty small-scale stuff, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I do love his dad saying, well, you say that, but, you know, the social embarrassment is uh, the social sure. anxiety of the event. That's what really, it's it's, it's almost like two 9-11s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the level of social anxiety, yeah. If only he had, um, then he went uh, and read, read uh, the Japanese Prime Minister was like having his pants clear and he was reading Dragon Ball manga, waiting for the dry cleaner to finish. Probably have like official <laughs> dry cleaner. Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe it would have been this issue that was later turned into this anime episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those little young rascals out. are entering a tournament. Gosh darn Yeah, it. I like that um, the... So the the because they they enter the tournament. Yeah. Um, do we do we want to get? I, there was something else we were discussing that we said we want to. Yeah, because we were talking about Chainsaw Man. I've only seen one episode, but I've vaguely heard a decent amount about it through osmosis. Yeah. No, uh-huh. I think it's great. I think I think right yeah. now, I, I I'm trying to pick what I what to me are like the best things. I feel like I'm watching right now because we just I I have a friend we um who we were sort of like, you know, anime current friends? anime buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. Uh, one of Liz's co-residents, or he was one of Liz's co-residents. He's working at a different hospital now. The um, dude who we saw the JJK movie Zero with, right? Yes, yeah. uh, Jutsu Kaisen Zero. Um, Maybe, and yeah. so 
is why I know I feel like we talked about this at least twice. One time, I think specifically to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. And then one time uh, where I probably just brought it up. But um, you said you're not caught up in Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Sorry, say again, Andrew. Sorry, you said you're not caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh uh, no, not yeah, not season two, not the manga at all either. Okay, no, I don't read the manga. I don't read any no. manga. People need to understand <laughs> this. I read like, and I'm not proud of this. This is bad. I should be better about this. I read like two books a year. Mm, so mm-hmm. you have to understand. People are like, oh, and you should read manga. I'm like, I can't have. The like ninety percent of my reading I do be manga. I'm not. I'm not shaming someone if that is the case. That's probably the case for me, honestly. <laughs> I, I am saying I want to be I clear. struggle I think... reading as well. I I struggle to like. I struggle to. How do I put this? I struggle to begin reading. Um. Once I read something I'm really sure. liking, I can get momentum, and then I'll like read a lot. But I really struggle I... to start. Like the whole process of starting to read something feels. Uh, it's weird to me for some reason. I don't know. No, it it really depends. I mean, if I list like out the books I've read, like I read like the easy one for me is if you want to read books that have like some literary recognition, if you care, obviously, yeah. you know, subjective, yeah, yeah. whatever. You want to read books that have some literary heft to them Infinite that you chest. can go, you know, that you could say, oh, my favorite author is so-and-so at, you know, a, yeah. a snooty cocktail party. Sure. I think your best bet is Vonnegut because... I do love Vonnegut, yeah. Vonnegut stuff is Okay, cool. it's, hey, because I, I love Vonnegut. I think he's yeah. great. I've said before uh, in a more pretentious time or a more t- whatever time <laughs> that, like, currently I feel like he's almost the closest thing I have to, like, a religion just in the sense of, like... That oh. sentimentality and that way of looking at the world, I really uh, find that very um, uh, admirable. Yeah, yeah, I, I really yeah. find that entire worldview very admirable. But if you want to like instantly just up your cred, it almost feels like you know how in uh, uh, like elementary school. I don't know if you had the same experience, but I feel like for me and for a lot of people, there'd be like these things where they'd be like, oh, we're doing this thing. You can win prizes based off how many books you read this month or something. Yeah, yeah. I, me and my sister were really huge into that back yeah. in the day. And, we were... and <laughs> people, yeah. kids would like min-max it, right? Yeah, where you're like, absolutely. Here are the books that count with the least amount of pages. Yep, totally. And so if you want to like min-max uh, being um, a reader, literarily uh, – <laughs> Um, formi- formidable. Yeah, yeah. Vonna gets the way to go because mm-hmm. they're all like a hundred pages. Yeah. Plus, they, and a lot of them, they have like little pictures that he draws. Mm-hmm. They um are great. They're funny. They're good. They're interesting. Yeah. Um, and like, and you could you could just be like, yeah, I've read like sixty. 60- uh, literarily, literarily worthy books this month, and you know, it's just Vonnegut or whatever. Yeah. Um, they love, uh, they're so good that they get incorporated into uh, the Zero Escape games as though they're real events, right? <laughs> yeah, um, 
there. That's a good tip, Andrew. I'm yeah. I'm gonna do my best. I, you know, let's. I'm gonna try to start reading again, and I'm gonna take that up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some Kurt Vonnegut books and try to power. I'm through. I'm reading right now, and when I say reading, I think I started back in. Oh my god! I think I started this book back in like April, and I've gotten uh, oof, I, I think less than a third through it, maybe. Um, is a confederacy of dunces, mm. which I heard is just like one of the funniest novels of all time, mm. and I don't think that's the case. Okay. Um, it's not bad. Fair enough. I think it's fine but it's definitely not like grabbing me and sometimes i'm like oh i'll read more of it whatever yeah um but i i you know it's it's definitely not like grabbing me um but uh my favorite were like, oh, book is yeah. cash 22 oh god i bit my tongue uh, i was gonna say catch 22 is, ca- is, is that the funniest book you've ever read well this hitchhiker's guide hitchhiker's guide is also pretty fun yeah <laughs> I, it's it's weird that it's kind of tough for whatever reason, to have, like, a really funny book. I mean, the, it, it does I, seem like, hard, yeah. I think, I read, like, Eugene Merman's book in high school or whatever. Right. And, like, I've read I Carlin's remember books. liking that at the time. I'm not yeah. sure how, I mean, Eugene Merman's, like, one of my favorite comedians. I'm not sure how the book aged. Not, like, aged in a, um... He's not canceled I, I or whatever. Think, yeah, not mean, canceled like, age. No, he's not that yeah. type of, but more like... Does the comedy hold up? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think there, there's some of that stuff in text that might have been a little more like, I, I hate to use this term because I think he's better than that. But for lack of a better term, might feel a little like LOL random. Um, I mean, John he's an absurdist. He's an absurdist. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, John Hodgman's books are mm. pretty funny. I've heard um, that. I've heard that. Makes yeah. sense. I mean, Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, is funny. Yeah, uh, for sure. It's just you know, it's tough. I do think Catchway Two, Catchway Two is probably one of the funniest books I've read, and it's one of the ones where I think you can most easily kind of explain the humor of the situations to people. Yeah, and they would uh get why that's funny. There, I remember. Yeah, I have a very like vivid memory of in my high school library reading catch 22 and i like it was i was enjoying it It was funny it is my favorite book uh to this day and i remember i was reading this one chapter because i was in the library i couldn't like you know you gotta be quiet or whatever um and i'm in high school so but i was like laughing my ass off but i wasn't i couldn't actually laugh but i remember reading this one chapter that i thought was the funniest like collection of words in a row i'd ever seen yeah, and um, I was like, I stifling my laughter to like the point where like I was, it was almost like painful. Yeah, like I never I mean, had to stifle laughter so much, but also like the, the momentum of the of the bit in the chapter was like just rolling. It was just rolling laughs. And uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's the sort of thing where when I get, I thought of like a good example. I mean, when I say like you can explain to someone like why it's funny. Yeah. Um, which is kind of difficult to do. Like, if I tried to explain, like, why I can, even, like, Kurt Vonnegut, I'd be like, it's funny because it's, like, this cranky guy, and he's, 
going to a play. Like, it's, like, tough to kind <laughs> of explain. Play, and just, yeah. like, the guy who's writing it's funny. Yeah. But, like, Castaway 2, you could explain that, like, there's a character named Major, 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 Major. Right, yes. And... <laughs> the chapter he, they explain how that happened is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no matter what he does, he will never be promoted or demoted because everyone, yeah. all the higher-ups just love that. That yeah. that's his title and name. And yeah. that's, like a great and it's also great commentary but to we'll get to, to say for chainsaw man i it's always me saying that like not to judge other people i'm just saying for me personally i cannot start reading manga when i only read two quote unquote real books a year if that yeah um i'm not saying someone else can't do that that's nothing there's nothing wrong with that this is my own uh my own internal biases or but something the but the has got the pictures andrew i'm just kidding I, <laughs> I, I do love watching anime and so i i haven't read chainsaw man but um the the thing about chainsaw man that we're talking about about how there's like people online who are like it's bad because denji's horny it's like no, like, compare it to, like, the, there's a point, and you you haven't gone here yet, but I was saying that, like, that the That seems whole to be point, the bad faith take, to be honest. Yeah, is that he would be like this, because he's an unsocialized 16-year-old boy, and it exists for him to realize that what he actually needs is human connection, and when he does start to have some of these experiences, they're, in a very superficial way, they're very unfulfilling. Yeah. Contrast that with something like Seven Deadly Sins, where the main character is just constantly, hey, Reginald Yellen, where the main character is just constantly molesting this person, yeah. and we're just so <laughs> Reggie, and Reggie's against that. Good, good, Reggie. <laughs> um, where uh, they, you know, is just constantly molesting this person, and that just seems to be or, like yeah, and a lot of other animes where the the old the dirty old man trope with Master Roshi or Jiraiya yeah or, uh, to to perfectly bring it to uh, to Dragon what Ball. we are discussing today yeah <laughs> I mean I'll be honest with you so I love Dragon Ball because I wanted to do Dragon Ball even after Alex and Katie. Uh, uh, dropped out of the show because I do personally love Dragon Ball. I think it's the best series of Dragon Ball, even more than Z. I, I like it more than Z, even. And I think it's... Uh, the, some of the other reasons was because I think it's it's really funny. It's charmingly funny. Mm-hmm. And because I find this to be the best version of Goku. Um, Interesting. And it's, it's It makes sense for him to be a child. Yeah. Rather than, like you know, an adult who acts like a child. Yeah. I like Goku through most of Z. In the Boo arc, he started to piss me off, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so uh, I think they struggle writing him in Super, honestly. He's a really... I don't know. I don't I don't know if they know what to do with Goku anymore, but that's a whole other discussion. Uh, I'm going back to the simpler time, back where he uh, was raised in a forest by an old man and didn't know what a girl was. And that's where he started from. <laughs> He yeah. didn't know what a girl was, and that uh, was a good platform for a lot of com- comedy. Um, yes. I will say, the one thing about Dragon Ball that I did underestimate was how many times people creep on Bulma, and that is unfortunate, because it does, it is annoying. I really, t- I'm annoyed by, I it's played for laughs a lot, and I really just, I, I, I dislike it. But, uh... Yeah, it's, um... 
I definitely think that uh, the it's 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 interesting to think in terms right of um, clearly different sensibilities, and mm-hmm. that doesn't excuse it. No, but yeah, um, sure, yeah, but no, you're right though. No, no, I mean, I mean, it doesn't excuse it at all, but it is like I I wondered, I was wondering. If, like, you think on Twitter there's, like, the same discussions in, like, Japanese Twitter or whatever, where there's, like, Gen Zers being, like, why does there need to be a scene where uh, the wall at the onsen hot spring falls down and the (laughs) guys and the girls see each other? It doesn't add to the plot. And people are like, not every scene needs to add to the plot. Like, the same way we have sex scene discourse here. Sure. Um, It is, I mean, it is kind of wild the degree to which no matter what you're watching there does seem to just be this sort of like i don't know this like implication i i i'm talking like obviously based off what i've watched but i've definitely seen shows where you're like oh wow they aren't doing this sort of thing like i don't know my hero or something and then you get to like mm-hmm. season 4 and you're like whoops Steku tripped and accidentally squeezed a boob. And you're like, you know, oh, they're going to the hot springs. Like, it just feels like something that they... I remember the it's like one checking off a list of things to do. One piece, they do something with the hot springs and the, the king, like, wants to peep on his daughter. Um... In, uh, Skypea, I feel. Not Skypea. <laughs> in, um... <laughs> oh, um, no, no, no. Alabasta? In, uh, yeah, Alabasta. Really? <laughs> that or it might just Fuck. be that they want to peep on her, and he's sort of into it because also Nami is there. He might have been trying to look at Nami. That sounds like a thing that might have happened. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's just, it's it's something where, you know, trying to think of, like, the shows again they're watching now, like, um, you know, I, I do think you get less of it in, like, I don't think you necessarily get in, like, Demon Slayer. Um, I don't think... You know, if again, Chainsaw it's, it's, Man. It's like a gag checklist almost. It's like if yeah. all these anime do it because it's like it's what it's the it's what we do here or something. It's like we- it's like you're right. It's like, it does sort of feel like a gag checklist where it's like you know these are like it's it's clearly like an established sort of gag trope. The same way that like you know you could be like, wow, really another cartoon where someone uh, paints a a tunnel on a wall and runs through it and then someone right. else manages to do that where it's just like, yeah, that's a gag or whatever. They're at the hot springs and the wall comes down or someone tried. Like, I remember, like, when I was younger, like, Pokemon had that, like, Digimon had, like, every, like, yeah. stuff and where it's, it's, it's just, um, it's the thing watched, that we do. <laughs> for whatever yeah, we do. I watched this, uh, video, um, do you know Tim Rogers? Um, I'm not sure if I do. He does these long videos about, like, different video game stuff. And there's one where he talks about, uh, I think it's called Boku no Yatsumi. Okay. Um, it's, like, a Japan-only series about a kid going on a 30-day vacation to the countryside. Mm. And you just play through the 30 days, and you're trying to, like, you can play through multiple times. There's different stuff. You're trying to catch different bugs, win these you know, uh, explore different areas and you mm-hmm. sort of find certain things. And like, there's like a scene, he's like, the, one reason this wouldn't come over, at least as it is, is because he just, he's like nine years old and he just goes and takes a bath with his 14 year old sister. 
which is just a <laughs> cultural thing. Like, I don't think that's unlike the stuff with, you know, uh, the the stealing panties or trying to look right. up Bulma's skirt, where I just think that's not good to do, no matter what culture you're doing, trying yeah. to, you know, trick a woman into uh, looking at her Catch when she doesn't want you to. I think, yeah. yeah, I'm going to be the brave guy standing up in the painting of the town hall meeting and say, I don't think it's good to, uh, to you look know, at women's do that. panties without their consent, yeah. Yeah, um, it's something like, oh, that's an actual instance where there's something culturally different, where, like, yeah, it would be weird to me to hear, like, oh, yeah, my 14-year-old sister and me took baths together, but clearly this was a, this is just a different cultural thing, and I don't think that there is a sexual or weird component to it. Right. At least not yeah. inherently. Like, not I don't inherently. know what... Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so, um, so, I, so that's, like, an example of something that's more culturally different, but not... But, like, yeah, I mean, for this, the thing with the little pig guy... Do we, so I, I asked this beforehand. Oolong. The Oolong, yes. Is there a reason why... So is he not actually a pig? Does he choose he is a to pig. be in pig form? No, he, okay. uh, the, that's his base form, but he can shapeshift. So can Poor, the weird flying creature. They're both shapeshifters. Is there a reason why? Or is it just like these He went to shapeshifting school. Him and he Poor, went to shapeshifting school. Him and Poor specifically went to shapeshifting school. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. So, it's not because they're animal people. Because they're animal people just exist in Dragon Ball and it's never explained. Which I like that it's never explained. I don't really need to explain. But <laughs> oh, I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Like, it's just like... But yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, not sure. because they're animal people. It's because they went to school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is like, I think... It, it's, I mean, it like is a gag. Oh, the, the gag is that Oolong dropped out of shapeshifting school. So he's shittier okay. at, sh- at shapeshifting than Puar is. Okay. Like, sometimes he'll shapeshift into things terribly, and that'll look shitty. He's a a horny little pig man. He's a horny pig man, yeah. Okay. Who Bulma Um, has under mind control, sort of. Well, because she's kind of fucked up. Actually, or because she can... Yeah, she installed, like, a thing in his brain where, like, if she says, piggy, 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 then it, like, it makes him have to shit himself. Okay. (laughs) That's a real real thing, I didn't make that up. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff here. (laughs) Yeah. I can see why they brought over Dragon Ball Z first. Yeah, it feels yeah. more straightforward. It is. Um, a-, a lot of action, a lot of buff dudes charging up so, their beams. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so uh, do we want to get into the episode sure. itself? Yeah, I think okay. it's uh, about that time we get into this week's episode of Dragon Ball U.
Alright. Do, 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 do. I like this theme song more than like when they do Americanized theme songs when they're like Dragon, Dragon. Oh, the yeah. Dragon. I mean, I anime, grew up on Dragon Dragon, so I do like it, but I agree with you. I like uh, this one. No, more. I know. It, it has <laughs> I, I it has a sort of appeal, but like anime has anime theme songs. There are so many good ones. Yeah. And I know it's just like because it's taking, I don't know, some famous J-pop song. And it's just that these J-pop songs are good. But mm-hmm. like the best anime theme songs when I think of them. And I'm thinking of like, you know, season one, Attack on Titan. That's. As someone who doesn't like Attack on Titan, uh, their the- their opening themes are fire. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that I mean the um, uh, one of uh, two of my other favorites are the original uh, Small Metal Bomb. Alchemist. Oh yeah, uh, that one's also lit. Yeah, that one's the one the uh na 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 na. Yeah, ready, set, ready, here we go. That one, because that one I remember watching that on Adult Swim late at night. Oh, you mean you mean the first Full Metal Alchemist, the, not Brotherhood? You mean the OG? No, I mean the first one. Yeah, okay, word. I, I was. I remember watching that. On Adult Sim Lay at Night. The Ready, Steady, Daddy, here we go. And them running and going on that adventure. Yeah. Just got me into this, like, feeling where I'm like, man, I wish, like, there was a massive, like, I know they, there was, and it was probably mediocre, but, like, a good, massive Full Metal Alchemist RPG where you could just explore this big, bright world. Yeah, dude. That you see them running around. And that's when, and like the the tone change from that one being all hopeful of them like thinking they'll figure it out till they realize everything's all ambiguous and bad, and then they're like, "Kushe, rewrite Kushe." You mean the Show Tucker episode, right around there? Yeah, but then there's like the ending, the ending like one that's like, uh, by the time that they are in the original, finding out, you know, about this, uh, I so I haven't rewatched them in forever. And everyone I tell this to, I'm sure I've expressed this opinion every time I'm on the podcast, tells me I'm wrong. But I still think... You prefer the OG. Yeah, I just said as this like before, a yeah. concept. I definitely have. Anyway, so let's move on. Uh, yeah, it's okay. I remember the last time, I think we were on J- talking about JJK, you said you like the first full metal. Which, to be fair, a lot of people like the first full metal. But Brotherhood I- is generally consensus considered like, to me, Brother is not just considered better; it's considered like one of the best animes of all time. <laughs> I just my it's it's the thing that about it is okay, first of all, Brotherhood clearly assumes that you've watched Full Metal because it well, zooms through the overlap. That's kind of true because I did watch the the original Full Metal, like the first half of it, and then when I picked up Brotherhood, it was like picking. It's like riding a bike, you know? <laughs> I would sort of want to, like, if, if someone, even if someone, even if I came around to the idea, if I, like, rewatch them now, which I'm not going to, I've got other stuff to do. Yeah. Like, not reading a Confederacy of Dunces. Um, <laughs> if I, even if I came around to the idea and I was like, you know what, Brotherhood is better overall, I feel like I'd still want to tell someone to start with the first one. Full Metal, because, mm-hmm. like, it's uh, they're both Full Metal, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The original, because, um, like, okay, Show Tucker takes two episodes in the original. It, move, it moves which, slower, but, like, I know slower always the, sounds like a bad thing in modern context, but in a way, it does lay more groundwork. It gives you more time to absorb the groundwork. 
It feels slower, but it's like, but it's done in a in a proper way. Like it doesn't feel like it's spinning its wheels. No, it feels like it's like setting up the proper thing. My spoiler alert for I can't imagine someone's listening to this. No, no, but like, uh, fast forward ten seconds. But like, spoiler alert: my Hughes death happens in like episode like eight or something in Brotherhood. Yes, which like it's just doing it to get it out of the way. So if you actually want that moment. <laughs> Like, you'd need to get it from the original. Um, and then the whole concept of... the I, I Literally, that's a conversation, but I'll just say, in case you're hearing my opinions for the first time, the whole concept... It might be on the other cast, but um, the whole concept of what the homunculi are, which I think is a big uh, sort of ongoing mystery, I find it so much more interesting than the original the lore. I've, I've heard people say that, yeah. Yeah, the the lore that they're like, oh, you try to bring someone back, which is a forbidden thing, you lose a part of yourself, and it creates a homunculus of yeah. the person, based kind of off the sin a little bit, versus like, oh, there's just this guy who is an artificial being, and he just made them. I mean... And it's they, he made all of them. People don't like to admit when, uh, like, the non-original idea can also be, like, interesting and good. Because I it's like, oh, it wasn't, the whole, it's not yeah. the manga thing. And it's like, yeah, but it was kind of a good idea. I mean, I feel like this happens in other mediums as well. I, um, I also think the whole thing about our real, that turns out the real world's on the other side of the door and that they, that exists as like the fuel for alchemy in their world. I think that's all, and that the Nazis want to come over and get it in the movie. I think that's all fascinating and great. I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with Brotherhood. I just think that the idea... I've heard people say, like, oh, go back and watch them. The writing's so much worse than the original. And that could very well be true. Um, yeah, I've heard... There's some there's some character beats and moments in the original that I've heard have sure. been criticized. But, uh... I could, I could absolutely believe that. But it has I some cool ideas, that, basically. Yeah, it has I, some cool yeah. ideas. Anyway. Oh, yeah, so Dragon Ball. Uh, Dragon Ball episode 20, Elimination Round. Uh, that we get a little, uh, lore pipe from the narrator. After months of shark and, and wasp bites, Goku and Krillin are finally putting Master Roshi's training to the test, and they're kicking some serious butts. So, Elimination Round, as I said before, uh, aired in Japan, July 9th, 1986, and America, September 14th, 2001, 15 years later. How about that? Um, this one, so this is probably one of the earlier tournament arcs. It's the first anime. Dragon Ball tournament arc. It's the first, the first Dragon Ball tournament. Arc. Probably yep. one of the earlier tournament arcs. I'm sure there's something that like uh, never came to America. Yeah, Yu Hakusho is like a like a little bit after this. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, I will say I was surprised at how well this episode was paced. See, people don't realize how well Dragon Ball is paced. I was literally talking yes. to my other friend about this, who was like. Oh, I can't watch. I don't want to watch Dragon Ball or uh, other like Z or Super because the pacing is not that good. I'm like, yeah. if you actually go back and watch Dragon Ball, it's surprisingly well paced. Uh, I'm surprised still. Like watching it, this go round of me watching it, I'm surprised. But it, it, given that, like, so we we uh, started watching recently. Have you heard of Hell's Paradise? Yes. Called Jigoroku. Yeah. I have. Um, which I think is very good. It's like. It um, 
It's very good. I think the the characters are pretty well done. The fights and concepts are pretty cool. Um, there's, you know, some mystery there, which I always like when there's like a little mystery mm-hmm. kind of happening. The, you, the, or, so I think we've watched like, I don't know, eight, seven or eight episodes. Mm-hmm. One of the episodes is like, like so frustrating because it's, spends the entire time on this fight that could have taken like five minutes mm. less maybe um that's pretty much just like the main character and their chosen executioner pairing fighting and then deciding that they'll work together and respecting each other right and it just could have happened quicker it just goes back and forth it feels like they're repeating the same thing they also do the thing where they'll sometimes flash back to something you just saw I hate that um, so which is much. annoying. I hate that but so much. But overall, the pacing is actually fine. Uh, but like, Naruto is the worst be... offender of this, especially like, yeah, especially parts of Shippuden that me and Benel are going through. Where like, it's especially like in a moment that actually should be like an emotionally resonating moment. Like we're in the war arc, and Choji is finally like stop being a, a bitch and his man up. But then as he's like going through this emotional resonating sequence, we flash back to literally something we literally just saw. And I was so fucking mad. <laughs> I was like, you, wasting I mean, my time. Both uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer, which you recently caught up on, um, are really great in terms of their um, Respecting pacing, your time. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Just general respect of your time. Yeah. I mean, That's... Jujutsu Kaisen, so the... the if When you start the next season, this I'm not going to spoil anything, this is just the... Uh, con- the literally going into it context, like mm-hmm. the first seconds of the first of the next season you're about to start, is a is a uh, flashback season. It's like five episodes with Ghetto Gojo and the other people, and like yeah. it's so well done because it shows you when Ghetto and Gojo were like buds, Boys. and you get a typical sort of intro but -hmm. with them like in the place of like the friends you know what i mean right like they're like the way that you watch like jutsu kaisen you have like you know itadori and uh fushi um fushigoro and and nobara fushigoro and uh uh um and you know you see them like shopping and hanging around so you get the same with ghetto gojo and they're like classmates and it does a very good job of setting you up for just knowing going in. You're like, well, they're going to have a falling out. Um, and it's just handled so well and it moves so quick. And then when it goes back to the present, you get uh, stuff with the, the way they set up characters and then will very quickly use them in very interesting ways. And they don't feel the need to spend all this time being like and now we're going to show you like their f- big flashback like if they set them up well enough that you're like oh i can piece this together i get this right um anyway but yeah the... sorry so that's that's that but this um yeah no this one i mean they go through i was like oh this is a tournament arc we're gonna get maybe one fight <laughs> like that's what i thought i was like okay it's gonna be like maybe one fight and it's 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 very well done it's sort of weird i don't want i don't know it's how a bunch of squash older. matches 
This this whole this whole episode is a bunch of squash matches. Yeah, to I just mean, show I, I, you it's... how far the especially the boys Coco and Krill yeah. have come. But yeah, um, and they have you know the the because it's I mean the, the, I feel like we don't need to go like plot beat by plot beat because it's like you see them get entered in the tournament. They uh just rounce a bunch of people, including um literally Bruce Lee. Yes. And uh, uncomfortable lips drawn on black man. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> which uh, yeah, a, I know they. That's huh. That's a, just that's just the thing. That's just the thing. I know. Thing. That's the. Uh, yeah. it, look, it's not as bad as Mister Popo. No, not quite. Um, but you know the, the so they have the um. They they just so, saw the whole thing. To your okay. point, Andrew, of yeah. only having one fight, uh, we actually at the bottom here, battles. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are ten battles in this episode, technically. Now, battles is a strong word for what these are, but there are technically ten fights, if you could call yeah. them that. Oh, it says here Krillin versus Bruce Lee impersonator. So I, I mean, so I can't be mad about it because it's not actually Bruce Lee. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's always uh, right. There's certain archetypes you see this in fighting games. There's too, also Goku like... versus Black Boxer. This is like a thing in like Japan where like they're kind of obsessed with like black people who can box. That's like a thing I've noticed. <laughs> it's come up in Damn, multiple I mean, animes. Well, a lot of this though, right? Is you know why that is because you're like okay, that's because of famous black boxers yeah right? for sure like the, yeah. i mean at, at least i think the most i think it would be hard to argue obviously i am not uh a boxing expert but i think that's almost more to the point i think it would yeah. be very hard to argue that the most famous boxers in history not like necessarily current contemporary well, Floyd Boxer. Mayweather, still. Yeah, I was going to say Mayweather, but then Manny Pacquiao, I guess, are the sure. two most famous boxers, I think, off the top of my head. Yeah. But I think it'd be very hard to argue that, like, George Foreman, Mike Tyson, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali are not, you know... Sugar Ray Robinson? Th- yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. these are all clearly, I think, the most famous boxers in history, so... Yeah. If you're making, like, a Street Fighter or a fighting anime, yeah. and you're like, okay, we have characters from all around the world. My boxer's gonna be um, hot, dude. <laughs> yeah, the boxer's, you know, that's yeah. what, what in terms of martial arts or fighting sport, yeah. um, you know, is the boxer gonna be, or is your black character going to be trained in, like, culturally, yeah, you know, I could see how you have that and that's you know with um again with like bruce lee where every fighting game has like it's bruce lee guy mm-hmm. and then Marshall uh Law. you know <laughs> the Marshall Law's my favorite second character i mean, he's always my main yeah i mean martial law fei long in um Fei-Long, yeah. street fighter uh what's his face in um mortal kombat uh you get the uh, yeah, yeah. That's not Japanese, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I do like that. Also, this not only are there multiple fights, but it clearly has like a clear narrative purpose, which it is does. oh, look how strong they've gotten. 
Um, and the, uh, and the, the, you know, and then meanwhile you have the gag stuff, which is, you know, the pig man, um, trying to get a look at Bulma's panties while he's hoisting her up to see. Yeah. Um, I don't think she didn't ask him to become a ladder in the first place. So, uh, did you watch the Japanese version of this, Andrew? Yes. Okay, so the, there's a lot of differences in the English and Japanese, so... So I never watched dubs, by the way. When we start, we got Ed and I went in on a Crunchyroll subscription, which I hate to like advertise, but when fucking Hulu and uh, all these streaming services are like, we gotta jack up the prices, you know, twice as much, while we're still not going to even uh, (laughs) properly compensate all these writers and actors. Yeah, it's maddening, especially because. And to be fair, I don't think that the people who work on anime are. It having good working conditions either. No. I think in some ways, you know, who knows? But Crunchyroll, I had uh, use code Ballin' Out Super. Um, <laughs> not really. Uh, I just want to say, Crunchyroll, wildly amazing value. If you <laughs> like, it is nuts that I'm like, yeah. oh, there's so much here. Um, anyway, sorry, but we so, got one. And the one thing I will say against them is that it defaults to, uh, English dub, yeah, it does default, and it yeah. assaults my ears when I try and watch something, and they're like, Subs are dying, yeah, so Andrew? the jujitsu school, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> Subs are dying, Andrew? Subs are dying. Yeah. Um, that's, hey, sorry, that's, I, I I think it's fine. I think it's fine if people want to listen to dubs. I... Some are better than others. It's just, the, the fact of the matter is that you write the, the translation is always going to be a you're doing the best you can sort of thing. Yeah. And I respect that. I respect that as an art. It is an art and it is very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, there's a difference to me seeing the subs and reading the best someone can and like hearing someone try to deliver phrasings and concepts that were written in a different language with yeah. a lot of different notions. This comes up and in Dragon Ball a lot because a lot of Dragon Ball is hinged on the gags, which are yeah. sometimes very cultural and contextual. And so when they switch the what the characters are saying from the Japanese to the English, a lot of times the actual jokes either are changed completely or they're made a lot of times they're made like less like all like the the the, the perverty sexual jokes yeah, are toned yeah. down which is good and then a lot of but then a lot of times like there's like it's some like japanese cultural jokes so they have to make it like a weird like I- idiom or whatever like make like a weird Those pun are my donuts yeah they, they make it like a pun they, they they'll default to puns a lot of times i would watching jigoroku there's one of the guys who's like this kind of chubby, uh, bookish guy, and mm-hmm. they call him a tanuki, but in the translation, it calls him a raccoon dog. And that is one of the few instances where I'm like... That's, a, that's, that's in One Piece also with Chopper. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. why wouldn't you... You should just keep tanuki. Like, people don't... People in America do not know what a raccoon dog is. No. Like, it's... It, it, someone watching this... Is almost more likely to know. You're almost you're like, you're like half gaslighting them. <laughs> yeah, it's by like pretending a weird... that a raccoon dog's a thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What what are you talking you're about? A raccoon a dog. 
Yeah. Well, um, is Raccoon Dog it's a also thing? Like Am a, I stupid? <laughs> he, he, to some degree, a Tanuki... I know there are real Tanukis. Yeah. But to some degree, a Tanuki is a mythical creature. Yeah. So, like... I don't know. It's sort of weird to be like, you know... Uh, Oh, uh, you really are a vile snake hair lady who turns people to stone when she looks at them. Yeah. Like, you just have to sort of accept that, like, this is a... Look at that beautiful uh, horse bird. Yeah, look at the horse bird. The what? flying horse bird. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. uh, that's one thing that always bothered me about The Last Airbender. Where I'm like, why? It's, it's a minor nitpick, but I'm like... All their animals are two things. hybrids They're all two between things, yeah. things that don't exist inherently. So why would they call them? Well, that's a, that's why the would... question I think. It's like, do those things exist in that world? We don't ever see them. We only I see like the, the hybrids of them. Question. Um. So, anyway, sorry, but yeah, the but gags, yeah. the panties, the yeah. Um, so yeah, just to go through it quickly. So basically, um. The, so there's 137 of these motherfuckers. Only eight will move on. They don't let Bulma in. She's mad. So I don't know why in the so in the English, uh, fucking Oolong just says I'm not turned into a ladder, which I don't know why he doesn't. It just seems like he's being difficult for, for no reason. Um, well, I, okay, because when she says at first she's like become a step stool, and I was like, oh, I thought she Dom meant Queen. what then happens. Like because <laughs> I didn't know he was a shapeshifter yet. He's like right. be a step stool for me. I was like. Oh, yeah, she means, you know, get down and, like, become, like, a stool, like you would. Yeah. Like a person might do. She's doming him, basically, yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's doming him. And then, later, she's like, go become a ladder. And I thought, and I was like, oh, she means go back to what you were doing, where I'm standing on your shoulders. Right. And then he's just like, all right, I'll go be a ladder. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Because I didn't know he was a shapeshifter. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it's funny because also Poor can also shapeshift, but says that uh, Poor shapeshifted the last four times, so it was Oolong's turn. As a reminder, okay. Oolong did not graduate shapeshifting school, so he's the shittier shapeshifter of the two. But yeah. he could become a ladder, he just decides not to. But So then we have all the fights. So basically, um, there's four blocks, the two top two from each block will advance. Goku and Krillin are in the same block, Yamcha's in a different block. Krillin doesn't believe in himself. And he's really the main character yeah. of this episode to me because we all know Goku's gonna rinse everybody and Yamcha, you know, he's like this is this is before Yamcha was a jobber. Yamcha was yeah, like a main event guy here. Before he meets like um before he meets like uh Tien other aliens. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's just when like he's what He's dating Bulma, like, he's all handsome, yeah. he's on top of the world. <laughs> that is something I remember from um, the original, sorry, not the original, but the original I saw from Dragon Ball that I did always like, which is that when they would go to a tournament that involved regular humans, it was like they had to, like, you know, uh, be careful when, like, using the power measure machine, because compared to, like, a regular martial artist, they are a different gods. species. Yeah, they're gods. Yeah. Um they're beyond Avenger level. They're like ten times yeah. Avenger level. Um, yeah, so this is really where that starts. So in the very first fight, Goku's fighting the guy who's big. And like all these guys are like really big. That's kind of part of the whole thing here. Um, and he literally just like taps him. 
and he knocks him out of the ring by tapping on him. And this is when Goku realizes, oh, I'm way stronger than everybody here. And he tells Krillin not to use his full power either. Yeah, they do. Most of the people in that fight do think that the guy lost his balance. Because yes, which is funny. He was slightly off balance, which actually made me think that that would be a good strategy if you were a tiny little kid fighting a huge muscle guy yep. in a ring that's like, you know, you can uh, ring out, you can ring them out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's all about uh, you have a lower center of gravity, you know, all mm-hmm. that. So. Uh, so this is the, the real cathartic moment of the episode. We had pre in a previous episode, Andrew, uh, we were shown that Krillin used to study at the Oren Temple. They're supposed to be like Buddhist monks. They're supposed to be like shitty bully Buddhist monks, basically. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. There's uh, <laughs> they just um, not really worried about escaping Samsara anytime soon. They're just gonna <laughs> keep reincarnating to bully Krillin, I guess. Yeah, so, they're all bald, they come over to bully Krillin, like, hey, you're a runt, Krillin just lets them do that, and Goku's like, hey, don't let them do that to you. Show them what you're really made of, and don't hold back. So when Krillin finally fights this one guy, he kicks him through, out of the, the, the through a building wall, into another wall about 100 meters out. And he probably should be Very dead. Satisfying. It was awesome. Yeah, was I great. hope he's dead. Yeah, it was. Oh no! Then he then Krillin doesn't get to advance. Never mind. I yeah, you can't. That. You're not allowed to kill people in this tournament, and you can't use weapons yeah, yeah, yeah. unless you have claws. The they do make a point. If your claws are natural, you can use them. So yeah, there's because there's a wolf guy, which, and this is actually a great example of a of something <laughs> not being overly translated, and you can get from the context, which yeah. is. Uh, Yamcha says, I'm using Rogan Fist. Fist. Yeah, and yep. and you're like, see, I thought it was like wolf style or something. But the point is, you get the gist. Yeah, they clash, they both land on the, the each side. Yamcha drops to a and knee. He, yeah, he takes a knee, and you thought that it was because he lost, but really he's just protesting police violence. Yes. And so That's then uh, the wolf collapses. Um yeah. And uh and a lot yeah, of people I mean, on Twitter the, are mad at Yamcha about it. They're like, "How dare yeah, you?" Yeah, everyone's like, "How dare you do you know, that?" He gets cut from uh, Master Roshi's team. And Master Roshi, <laughs> let's be honest about it. They, I don't know if they ever say it explicitly. Unbelievably racist. <laughs> Master Roshi releases a statement that's like, "Yamcha's actions do not reflect yeah, do not the values the of the Turtle Hermit Club. Hermit, yeah. We support um, our boys in blue and." Yeah. Uh, Thank the, you uh, for the support the troops, uh, 9-11, and, and then he, uh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> he, uh, he defeats the Wolfman. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, Goku fights a guy ten times his size, and he, uh, taps him out of the ring, like I said. And then, uh, yeah, they, they all, they, the, the bunch of, so here's all the battles, you know, just, Goku versus Fighter 69, nice. Krillin vs. Oren Temple Bully, uh, Yamcha vs. Big Karate Guy, Goku vs. Black Boxer. Uh, the Bruce Lee impersonator gets the most offense on any of our heroes. Yeah. Knocking Krillin down and giving him the uh, Bruce Lee stomps, where he pretends yeah, to kill you to by stomping on your back. Yeah, little kid's spine. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do... It is sort of funny to me... It was pretty funny. <laughs> this guy internalized, like... Everyone else is like, oh, they're kids. Oh, he must have gotten lucky, whatever. This guy saw what Krillin did, 
internalized it and was like, okay, it's okay for me to absolutely beat the shit out of this child. <laughs> yeah, and so he strength. tries to just fucking destroy this kid by stomping on his back. Yeah. And then you know, like, Krillin comes up and he's like, ah, just goofing. And the guy is like, oh, fuck, no. And he just gives up. He doesn't even he doesn't even take the L like a man. He just yeah. uh, he gives up without taking any damage. Now, I've been critical before of uh, Japan's um, portrayal of uh chinese people um okay not just in not just in dragon ball to be fair in other sure mediums like in food wars uh but uh you know here's the thing about this though i'd be mad but it was funny i'll let it slide <laughs> i've so I'll let it slide just this once yeah i've never seen um i haven't seen that i guess i've seen um in baki mm. Part of the whole thing is the Japanese team, when they go to China, they're all like, all right, well, we all hate each other, and we spend all our time trying to literally murder each other, um, but we can all agree that we must unite to take down uh, these Chinese opponents. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, um, there's, uh, due to the the nature of history, there's not really a lot of... um, (laughs) Uh, you can't give a lot of leeway to, uh, uh, it's, it's bit, it's actually not to get too deep into current movie stuff and things, but it's, it's, there's sort of this weird around like, did you see Oppenheimer? Uh, No, but I know about the thing, like Japanese people are mad that we made memes about Barbieheimer or whatever. I mean, Uh, that's, someone on Twitter said that. Sure. I don't know to what degree, but also... The bombings are absolutely horrific. Pretty bad. Um, the yeah, you know tons bad. of innocent civilians who did not do anything yeah. wrong, vaporized. You know, many people suffered afterwards. <laughs> um, depending on, I think there's a a decent there is it's it's not like a there's a reasonable level of historical debate. I think you can have around how justified it was. In terms of, like, was it completely unnecessary to end the war? Is there an is there a plausible argument that the alternative was, like, would have been a, you know, long, Worst. horrifying, grinding siege? Yeah. I've, se- I've seen some convincing, to me, cases that it probably was not a decisive factor and that it could have been avoided. That being said, I don't feel confident enough to say like you know 100 mm. percent. the thing that um i have watched a video that people can watch and then decide and they can watch another video and they can read up on it if you really want to get into it i think it's a it's not like being like you know oh uh was slavery actually good where i think <laughs> that there's just no case to be made no no we'll um, there I don't think you have – I don't think I would say it was – I don't think there's anyone who could conceivably say it was good. But um, in the scale of the full-scale war that was World War II, there is, I think, some level of good faith discussion to be had over whether there is any level of justifiability there or not. Um, like I said, I come down on thinking that – uh, based off what I've heard, which I, there could be arguments that would convince me otherwise, that um, if they had just stuck to FDR's original plan, 
uh, where the Soviets were going to enter the war against Japan directly, that that would have forced a surrender before a grinding invasion, and that Truman just wanted to uh, try and end the war before the Soviets got to claim parts of Manchuria like they were promised by mm. FDR. Yeah. Um, but yep. that's that's just my not an expert opinion take on it. Point being, I don't think the movie, as someone who is currently uh, leans towards the opinion that it was not Justified. a necessary evil. Yeah. Um, the thing that is kind of, I, do, I don't think the movie necessarily thinks it is. And it's very wild to see people who did not see it having all these opinions on it. I also think that there's kind of this very frustrating thing where people on Twitter or whatever just will kind of default into this, oh, oppressive imperialist America mode when Mm. uh, I'm not saying that innocent people deserve to die, but the this was not a case of like, I don't know, America invading Iraq for pretty much no reason. No, it was a war. It's the World War, and the Japanese Empire, the Imperial Japanese government, committed some of the greatest atrocities known to man. Like, I'm not saying that, and not then saying that, oh, you know, the civilians who were just living in Hiroshima and Nagasaki Nagasaki deserve to suffer for those atrocities. I do not think that at all. But it's sort of been like... uh, construed as like oh evil american government going after innocent japanese government (laughs) which is nuts which is nuts the japanese government was you can even and i say this as a descendant of holocaust survivors and they had more time so to speak i think you can make an argument that the imperial japanese government was even more evil than the nazi government like i mean uh it was pretty bad, for sure. It's, um, it's the kind of thing where, like, yes, you know, the, I, I just think that there's sort of this thing where... And you, think if Germany, it, think, you think if Germany got op- uh, Oppenheimered instead, we'd look at the history differently? And that's actually a very interesting question. Because um, I, think, I think part of looking back on the Japanese government at that time gets softened because of what happened to those poor folks, you know? Well, I, I think just like I, inherently, you kind of feel bad because <laughs> it's like. Well. I, I mean, I do think that part of the issue is that even though people were wildly, even in America, wildly anti-Semitic in the time of World War II, obviously yeah. not as anti-Semitic as the people putting Jews into death camps. <laughs> not quite. But. Um, the I do think that there's some sense in which the Western governments saw the victims of the Nazis as more. Mm-hmm. Uh, more like people. themselves, yes, yeah, more, more people. Yeah. <laughs> whereas there was relatively little consequence compared to like the Nuremberg trials and stuff. Right. There was relatively little consequence, uh, for what the Japanese did to the Koreans and Chinese and other. Yeah. You know, those are the two. A lot of Asia, but most largest, yeah, yeah, but a lot of Asia. Chinese and yeah, China and Korea. Plus a lot of other Asians. But yeah. yeah, plus a lot of other Asian countries. I'm not trying to yeah. minimize that. Those are, you know... Two no, 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 no. We're just... Yeah, the, yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as um, a Chinese person, I'm not even... I am definitely not an expert on, on that either as well. I just... Here's what I know. I know that... Yeah. Uh, I... When I... Basically, the same way that I know that, like, America doesn't, like, really have the right to be, like, 
to 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 portray Japanese folks or like uh, African American folks in like certain ways because like it's fucked up for you to like have done that to them and then do that. I know that Japan can't you can't just treat Chinese people like this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like no, that's what I mostly know. And I it, see it happen more than it yeah. should be allowed. Like <laughs> Well, it's also wild because the um the fact that like now be- I think because of the fact that there sort of wasn't some level of consequence. Like it's so wild to me that people are like, oh you know it's so wrong to Japanese people to make a movie that, uh, and I don't think it glorifies Oppenheimer. I think it, people who think that. Yeah, I don't think the people, these people have actually seen it. seen it. I think they're just no. looking at Oppenheimer memes. I think what they're mad about is like the fact that Barbenheimer was a meme and the fact that sure. something really serious has been taken into mirth, yeah. into any sort of it, mirthful it, territory. But I, yeah, I mean, sure. I'm not well, going to say that there's not, as someone who participated in a Barbenheimer weekend, I'm not going to say that there's not. <laughs> There's not something to like us being like, ah, isn't it funny that, yeah, yeah. But it is yeah, funny. I mean, the, the, it, the contrast is funny. I don't care what anybody yeah, says. Oh, no, it's I funny. Think the, the contrast, but, well, it's kind of like the thing in the Seinfeld episode where he's making out during Schindler's List. Right. Like, it's, like, it's funny without, like, that's a funny joke. And I think that anyone who watches that and goes, oh my God, I can't believe that Seinfeld had a joke about it's, someone making out in Chinese. It's, like, it's, like, it's okay. funny because we understand the gravity of it. Like that's like exactly. it's not yes. like we're we're not like you know, we're not taking it um lightly because the the, the the humor is how in how the gravity of what it is. Like that's I mean, quite it's frankly, in the high stakes that it participates in, yeah. Like, I, like if someone who um is, you know, oh on Twitter being like, oh, you know, again, not to minimize the actual harm done to all of those innocent civilians yeah but if someone on twitter is like you know oh it's so terrible that america would have a film industry that makes a movie that would portray oppenheimer as anything other than like the most evil person in the planet well Well, maybe take a moment to look at the wikipedia about uh japanese films made about tojo and Admiral <laughs> Yamamoto and the other figures of Imperial Japan. Yeah. And you'll find that there's just straight up glorifying movies they're made about these people, which I don't think means that, you know, obviously I don't think I don't hold against random Japanese people. The fact that a movie that glorifies a horrible person was made. I'm just saying it's anyone who's this- like, oh, America and film industry uniquely bad about this thing. <laughs> I think yeah. it's not to. It, yeah. Anyway, the point being, um, listen, media is the- going to media, bro. It's pro- propaganda. propaganda. It's what it is. But like, I mean, I as someone who not only didn't see the movie, but had no interest in really seeing the movie, to be honest. Uh, not it's, even because I mean, it's an interesting subject, long. but I really just don't. I'm just not into Christopher Nolan anymore. I'm just, I don't, fair. I'm just honestly, that's him. fair. And um, the, 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 I think that, no, the other thing, so anyway, we can, we can, anyway, uh, but yeah, but <laughs> yeah. The, the, the last thing I just want to say is that one thing that always strikes me as wild is that there was a monument being opened up in San Francisco to the, uh, comfort women, uh, which were, um, you know, no, the content warning, uh, Korean captives who were, um, forced into a horrifying i'm using this term it sounds like it it's an undermining term but i also don't want to you know 
use really, really uh, graphic language, graphic language, but forced into sexual servitude. Sure. Um, hopefully we all agree that that's uh, <laughs> a very bad thing without having to use yeah. very graphic language. Yeah. Uh, and the um, the Japanese government like issued a condemnation of this, which is wild. It'd be like the German government, like if Boston was like, we're opening up a new Holocaust memorial. And like the German government was like, ugh. Get over it or whatever. Like <laughs> insane, insane. That's that horrifying. That happens now. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, that's horrifying. It's just something that's very much. Well, a don't thing. remind people. <laughs> just, just don't just, remind it's, them. It's just something that it's why there's the one reason those people suffering should be it. left to the history. It should be left to the. It's it's one reason why there's like legitimate. Uh friction between the modern governments today is that the you know the current and for like most of its history right-wing japanese government like does not reckon with this in a way that like the german government does or even that like yes the american government you know it varies but like yeah that's a very good way to put a lot of horrible stuff in the 70s or whatever um and, you know, some pretty uh, supportive of segregation stuff. Uh, Joe Biden, at least, would not go out there. You know, Republicans, maybe. Joe Biden is not going to go out there and be like, actually, uh, slavery was fine. And, <laughs> um, you know, it's good that uh, America killed a bunch of uh, How else could we make such a great country if not off yeah, the backs I mean, of... Yes, you will get some, uh, you know, Republicans saying that. It's part, like... <laughs> It's, it's, I'm not saying that, like, oh, oh, America's so good or whatever, but, like, that level of unwillingness to admit. How badly you fucked up. You know, is, is something pretty messed up as much as we, The rigidness uh, of it. It's, like, the rigidness of it. Again, the government, the right wing, I'm not saying, um, you know, that this is how every Japanese person thinks this. Obviously not. No. Anyway. Yeah, so Dragon Ball, we do have to wrap up here. Uh, yes, I know. So Sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is like um, the other last time we did a podcast together. We had like a 27 minute conversation about uh, comedians who get canceled. Yeah, that's, I remember. That, yeah. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, Yamcha, Krillin, and Goku, um, they make it all the way through. Uh, Krillin defeats the British Karate Bear, Fighter 97, mm-hmm. as it says here in the image. Um, and they are in the final eight. They will go on to the tournament in front of the crowd. Um, and Do you think the the fighting game that came out alongside this had like because like when they had like I don't know characters. their NES fighting game where they like you can choose from all your favorite characters like Son Goku, Krillin, Black Boxer, <laughs> uh, uh, Bruce Lee guy, British Karate Bear, uh, I, or in Temple Bully Number Two, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I do love, even though I don't think a lot of them are great to play, I do love the concept of, you know, games with anime fighting games, with these giant rosters that just try and get everyone they can. Although it's very difficult if you think of, like, hey, I don't know. I, I love Bro- Dragon Ball Z, Budokai Tenkaichi. How did they handle in a lot? They just, a lot of these games, they just say it isn't balanced, right? Sort of, yeah. They're like, if you're Goku... Then you're going to be. This isn't you're meant to be than, like you're a tournament than, uh, game. Yeah, 
the you're Doria. better than uh, you know the, the Doria. Or, uh, the yeah, it's just Pui. Queen, like that's, whatever. I mean, that's like when I think about Bleach or when I think about Sony shows, I think about like, oh, you know, some people have like, they get like their Bankai and now some of them are getting like their true Bankai. Right. And you're just like, so how many forms is this person <laughs> going to yeah. have? Like, you're like, I can imagine that you, you have people start out with their Shikai, right? And then... Mm-hmm. They activate a Bankai if they have one. But then you're like, and then maybe if you're in Bankai, you have a special move where they just do a pre-done uh, animation. animation attack with their super Bankai. I don't know. Yeah. These are the things I think about. When uh, I when I played Mega Guy Tenkaichi 2, I would, I would use Pan to beat up uh, Super Saiyan Gogeta. Uh-huh. That's fun. Because, uh... But that also almost bothers me a little bit when they're like, oh, because, like, one of the solutions is if they have, like, 70 transformations, each of those transformations is just a different character. But that's how you end up with, even mm. though it's hailed as, like, the best by far Dragon Ball fighting game ever, Dragon Ball Fighters, mm-hmm. where you've got, like, 50% Goku by volume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's true, yeah. Um, which is... Nuts. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, yeah, episode 20, uh, yeah, what, would, what did you think about this episode? I actually yeah. really liked it. I mean, I don't love the the whole panties thing. It's, like, very... Yeah, I kind of skipped over all that shit. Um, it's it's yeah. also the kind of thing where, like, the... I almost, like, if it's just a character you're supposed to know is kind of, like, bad. Like, if it's just, like, the pig man who's a literal pig man, then I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then, like, the optics of... She falls over, and, like, 30 men are leering at her panties. Yeah, that was bad. That was weird. I didn't like that. You're like, this is... Thumbs down. Would not recommend. Yeah, this is just not... (laughs) (laughs) It's not funny to me. I'm not trying to be all woke. I'm sorry. No, it's just not not funny. It's just not funny. All woke. It's just, like, it's not funny. It feels uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Um, See... A person on Twitter who thought that anyone who likes Chainsaw Man is just trying to make excuses or stuff. There's a time and a place. <laughs> Bulma, here's the other problem with all the Bulma's like fucking 16 or something. It's like. That's the other thing it's like, where it's like. Even if she's an adult woman, that was, wouldn't be okay, but it's like worse that she's 16. We, um, so we found on Crunchyroll, we were watching it with uh, Ed and I were watching it with my wife. Um, who is a, they are both psychiatrists, because there's this show, it came out like 2015, that's like five minute episodes called like comical psychotherapy or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about this guy and this, his, the nurse who explain like, it's like a gag thing, like psychiatric conditions. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not gonna, I, it, it's the very first episode is about, how a lot of people have erectile dysfunction because they get too addicted to 2D women instead of 3D women. Okay. It, and the second episode is when does Lollicon become pedophilia? Mm. And I'm not saying that this is actually targeted towards uh, issues disproportionately applicable to Japanese men. Um... I just think that if someone wanted to make a show stereotypically aimed towards what a stereotype of Japanese men would be, they'd make this show. Um, yeah. 
it's uh it's it's also very weird because they use the dsm4 which is now there's the dsm5 which apparently has like and it sort of feels like they're trying to pawn it off because they're like the american uh oh, psychiatric association oh. created dsm4 says that it's only pedophilia if they're under 13 years old oh. it's like uh okay um, but then they have the nurse be like, I think it's creepy regardless. It's like, thank you, a hero. What a hero. When when a hero comes along. Yeah. Um, putting her face on the, yeah, sorry. Oh, so, oh, so I don't, how many, out of like seven Dragon Balls, Andrew, how many? Yeah, many seven Dragon Balls. I think the full uh, seven? Uh, uh, minus, minus one for the panty stuff. Six, six yeah. Dragon Balls. Yeah, six Dragon not Balls. Not quite the full send. I'm yeah, having yeah, yeah. a 1v1 with a mosquito right now. Um, oh, yeah, I could hear, So I'm going to try to wrap this up uh, before, yes, I get, before I get too distracted. Sorry for dragging it on. It's with, all uh, good. Uh, I'm going to also go... Discussions about World War II and Imperial Japan. <laughs> yeah, I, think we, I think we solved it, though, <laughs> Yeah, we fixed it. <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to go five out of seven. Uh, not because I had any real problem with it. I think I overall really liked it. I would have liked to see... Um, some setup of some of the other characters, though, the other five in this final eight. I know who one of them are. Uh, spoilers. Thinky um, Man, right? Uh, what, Thinky Man? Thinky? Isn't there a Stinky Man? <laughs> I, I don't know. One of them is, uh, do you, do you want spoilers, everybody? It's, uh, I, I, did you, I mean, I'm it's, willing it's, to listen. Everyone shut it off. It's, it's soon. Master Roshi Undercover. Oh. oh yeah, he goes undercover to to, to test his students because he's the actual Master Roshi is still the strongest guy in the world right now. He's the world champion. So yeah, which um, is wild power creep. Yeah, um, yeah. So then there's gonna be four other people. Who, uh, I would I like to see a little setup for them. But isn't there a stinky man who Krillin doesn't have a nose? Yeah, that sounds like a, something that might happen. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It might be a different episode, but yeah, it's probably it's later. A tournament, but yeah, so a really good episode. Thumbs up, and with that, it's time for everyone's favorite segments: plugs. <laughs> uh, here the oh, train coming. David, tell the folks where they can find you. Did you scrap marmalade watch? Oh yeah, that's been scrapped, bro. <laughs> that's been that's, um. I'll cut well, it yeah, yeah. You can find me at Andrew Taven on uh, <laughs> X. So we all know what it's called. Um. At, yeah, Andrew Taven on Instagram. Uh, I am on Blue Sky now. Uh, follow me. I'll follow you back. There's uh, no one there. Um, <laughs> There's no one there. <laughs> I mean, no, not too much. Um, yeah. The uh, the uh, show I co-host at the end of every month at Young Ethel's called the Murder Mystery Comedy Show. Will the next one is September 27th. Wednesday, September 27th at 6 p.m. So come to that. Young Ethel's Park Slope uh, Murder Mystery Comedy Show. Please come. It's very good. You can solve a murder. And also you'll laugh. And you get candy if you solve the murder. No reason not to come. That's dope. And as always, uh, you can uh, support the show at patreon.com slash pod. $5 a month. Gives you all the big content back there, including the Yu-Gi-Oh! show that I do with Hannah, all of Dragon Ball GT, uh, Gundam, with Alex and Katie and Jeremy and uh, uh, Uma Musume Pretty Derby, a show about horse girls who are friends. And that's it for us here this week. Uh, see you next time on Ballin' Out Super! One, eight, seven, seven, marmalade. KRL for marmalade. Donate your money. <laughs> I said
は。